What's up, guys? Matt Wyke, Wyke Fitness. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. So today, I want to chime in on the news that Arnold Schwarzenegger is coming out and saying that bodybuilding should now be drug tested. Now, the hypocrisy here is kind of laughable. Uh, Arnold himself has come out and said openly, I did steroids. So the fact that somebody who took steroids that helped them win, that helped them propel their career, all of a sudden thinks, ah, maybe it's not so good. We should drug test. Now, right off the bat, I want to say this. I don't see the IFBB ever drug testing athletes. Let me tell you why. If you go to any natural bodybuilding show, look at the turnout. There's not a lot of people there. There's not a lot of ticket sales. There's not a lot of butts in seats. And the people that do go are family, friends, maybe some acquaintances, people that they know at the gym. Um... It's just not big. So for Arnold to think that a professional organization that, quite frankly, has had, you know, performance enhancing drug, almost abuse in it for decades, I I don't see that happening. Um, And how would you even do that? I mean... (laughs) obviously bodybuilders you can say oh well they're using performance enhancing drugs yeah okay valid point but what a lot of people might not know is that there are some bikini competitors that are using performance enhancing drugs you know to help them get lean if you look at any show i mean you're looking at like 30 bikini competitors it's it's absurd And with all these new divisions that are opening up, there's absolutely positively no way that you can go out and enforce uh, a drug policy and and testing. How are you going to do that? That's going to be so expensive. The IFBB, you know, (laughs) they're, they're not looking to spend money on something like that. You know, they're looking to make money. That's why they keep opening up all these divisions. If you think it's because they're giving the athletes a better platform, you're you're only joking yourself. They know there's money to be made in this. So promoters, they want more sales. They want more people competing. It brings them more money. So for Arnold to say, uh, you know, steroid abuse, you know, performance enhancing drug abuse is is getting out of hand and, and it should be tested. It's it's simply not gonna happen. Um, can you imagine seeing a much smaller version of a Phil Heath? I mean, look, I, I'm not, and I'm using Phil as an example. Um, I've known Phil for a long time, back when he was one of our athletes at Metrex. Um, and, and I'm just kind of using him as a placeholder. Where would Phil be today if he didn't get a little help? Yes, genetically, he's a freak. But where would Phil be today 
without performance-enhancing drugs. You know, some people brought up Sean Roden, like, oh, this is this is the new direction of bodybuilding. We're going for the smaller look. We're going for the tighter look. You know, the more mainstream type of look. Who the hell are you kidding? Have you ever stood next to Sean Roden, even when he's in shape at like the Olympia? That is a big dude. You know, you might look up on stage and put him next to somebody like a Phil Heath and go, man. That's a lot small, smaller, quotes, physique. Yeah, okay. He's more conditioned. He's got a smaller waist. Phil's a big dude. I mean, when you put Phil on stage, he's one of the biggest guys that are out there. You take away some of the performance-enhancing drugs. And, and listen, if you look back... Five years, even 10 years, I think the drug abuse in the sport was even worse during that era. And I say that because look at all the competitors that were on the stage. Yes, I mean, you had the Ronnie Coleman's, you had Jay Cutler's, but you also had guys like Marcus Rule. I mean, if you look at a lot of these guys, they were just mass freaks they didn't have the the aesthetics that somebody like a sean roden mr olympia has i'm not saying it's good bad or indifferent it's just the sport is evolving so i think we went and and i think bodybuilding as a whole as it evolves it it it's it comes in waves so the, the first wave is, you know, everyone wants to be as, as diced and as shredded as possible. And then it starts, you know, dipping back down. And then the next wave that comes up, it's all the mass freaks. And then it's going to dip back down. And then all of a sudden, it's going to be the conditioning is going to be the thing. And that's where we are right now. I like the direction that bodybuilding is going. Is, is there drug abuse today? Absolutely. Is it as bad as it was years ago? I don't think so. I mean, you're you're looking at guys who, again, I, I hate using people, actual people as an example, but in a sense, I'm also giving this guy props. Look at Ruly Winkler, okay? Um, you know, some of you who are listening or watching, you, you might not know any of the people that I'm talking about here. Um, and, and that's okay. Feel free to Google them. You'll see tons of pictures, tons of information. At one point, Ruli Winkler was one of the biggest competitors on the stage. Also, he had one of the worst guts on the stage. And as a fan, as a journalist of the sport, I guess you could say, we hammered him. Look, you can be the biggest guy on stage. That's awesome. But you better bring the conditioning. Because if you're one big blob up on stage, it's it's not a good look. And Ruli Winkler was always one of those guys who... He was a wild card. You never knew how he was going to come into a show. Is it going to be the the water buffalo Ruli Winkler who comes in just bloated, looks terrible, but he's just ginormous? Or is he going to come in a little bit smaller and tighter and look a lot better? 
whichever side of the spectrum that Ruley was on, he always had a gut. Some people called him, you know, the bubble gut guy. Uh, and almost every every page, you could see his stomach. And, and I know it's it's played out, but it's it's almost like he was pregnant. He had a huge gut. I mean, don't get me wrong. He had abs for days. Even his gut had abs on them. I mean, you could definitively see every single abdominal muscle. But he had this gut. Now, really sat down, re-strategized, worked on it in the offseason, came back. I thought this year was one of the best years that Ruley has had. Um, and, and I'm going to say from mid to now of, of what was 2018 to 2019, Ruley hit a freaking vacuum on stage. Guest posing. I mean, we're, we're now seeing guys who... They had a bubble gut. It, it was just huge working on tightening things. Did the stomach have something to do with the performance-enhancing drugs? Look, I'm, I'm not here to debate that. That's not the topic that, that we're going to talk about. Maybe it's something that we'll talk about in another episode. Um, quite frankly, I don't think a lot of people really care. So that's why I'm just kind of rolling over it. But the fact of the matter is, he came into 2018-2019 with an amazing look. An amazingly tight midsection, which we have never seen on Ruli Winkler. Can you imagine Phil Heath hitting a vacuum on stage? Assuming that he can tighten his waistline, which quite honestly has grown over the years as he's put on the size, which I guess you can expect... But I would still like to see him bring in his waist. But can you imagine Phil standing next to everybody else and hitting a vacuum pose at the Olympia? One of the main reasons and one of the main things that everybody talks about with Phil Heath is his stomach. It's hard to knock him anywhere else. I mean, you talk about the guy's chest, he brings his chest up. You talk about the guy's back. He brings his back up. He really doesn't have any weak points other than, I guess you could say, his abs, which hopefully he's had multiple surgeries now uh, for hernias. So I'm hoping that everything is fixed now and maybe he can work on that a little bit more, tighten that midsection. But look at guys like Sean Roden. When they're in season... When it's contest prep, they're up on that Olympia stage. They're in shape. They're diced. They got the small waist. They're 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 shredded. I mean, you can see the the fibers of every single muscle when they hit a shot, and and that's drastically different from five and ten years ago. So while I agree with somewhat of what Arnold said that. The performance-enhancing drug abuse in the sport is getting out of hand. I agree with that to some extent. But at the same time, the physiques are better. I would say over the last 
three years, the physiques have evolved and improved drastically. Jay Cutler is probably one of my all-time favorite bodybuilders. And I believe that when Jay lost the Olympia to Phil and Phil's reign kind of began, it it started to set the tone. Phil was a little bit more conditioned than Jay. Jay was still big, somewhat blocky. You know, he had that blocky midsection. Uh, you know, there's really not much that Jay could have done to improve that, you know, at, at that stage in, in his career. When Phil took it over, you started to see the conditioning come into play a little bit more. Um, and you can even look at how things have been trending at the Arnold Classic when you have guys like Cedric McMillan winning. Look, Cedric's a big dude, but, you know, when he stood next to some of the other mass monsters, uh, you know, he went up against Kai Green and won. Yeah, obviously, you know, Kai, uh, you know, is is one of those competitors who anytime he steps on stage, he can win. Uh, today, who knows what he could do on stage? Who knows what he would have accomplished if he would have stayed competing instead of walking away, you know, several years ago. Um, but I think bodybuilding as a sport is trending in the right direction these days. So I'm going to disagree with what Arnold said um, completely because I don't think the drug abuse is as bad. Not that, you know, it's, it's not up there. I mean, it's, it's not... You're not comparing them to a tennis player. That comparison would be like, yes, they're they're abusing performance-enhancing drugs. Um, but let's be real. Let's not be naive and think that professional athletes aren't using similar performance-enhancing drugs. You look at some of the NFL players today. Yeah, that's not natural. If you look at some of the NBA players today, yeah, that's not natural. So, you know, let's call a spade a spade and say out of all professional sports, bodybuilding is obviously the most, air quotes again, abusive of performance-enhancing drug, but that's the nature of the sport. You're you're being judged on your physique. What do performance-enhancing drugs really do? They help enhance your physique. Do they have other benefits? You know, strength and stuff like that, which is why, you know, a lot of these professional athletes are using it. It's a better recovery. Absolutely. That's why you see it in places like the NFL and the NBA. You know, a lot of people might be saying, wow, you know, you're calling out all these big associations, these big leagues. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and think that those athletes are squeaky clean because they're not. It's just they're not getting caught. But in the same light, if the NFL enforced a fully transparent performance-enhancing drug policy where all athletes were getting tested, you would see most of the NFL disappear. That's just how it is. And the same thing is going to happen with bodybuilding. If you drug test these athletes, which for one, again, it's going to be super expensive and it's going to dilute you know, the field. There aren't going to be as many competitors at that point. I mean, you can look at some of the competitors who were overseas competing 
when they did drug tests and they got nailed for it, left those organizations, came over here to America to join the IFBB Pro League. It's how the sport has evolved. Right, wrong, or indifferent, that's the nature of bodybuilding. And and when I say bodybuilding, I'm going to use that as an umbrella. Bodybuilding, open class, 212, men's physique, yes, the board short guys are using performance-enhancing drugs, classic physique, fitness, figure, and absolutely bikini. People are going to get pissed off. Oh my God, you're calling us out. Do, do I really need to call you out? The only people who don't know that you're using this stuff is the general public. Because they look at you and, and your physique looks attainable. But we all know you're using it to help you get contest ready. So don't be mad at me for stating the truth. Now, I'm not calling out names of people who are using it. Um, but I mean, the open bodybuilders, if anyone thinks that there's an open bodybuilder out there, that's competing and doing well, that isn't using performance-enhancing drugs, you're, you're standing alone on this one because nobody believes it. So, to wrap this up, do I agree with Arnold? No, I, I really don't. Do I think that his plan to clean up the industry, to clean up bodybuilding, to drug test these athletes is going to improve the sport? No, nor is it going to happen. Jim Mannion will never allow that. Um, could Arnold do his own thing and have a tested league? He could. It's going to fail. It'll get attention because it's Arnold. But nobody from the IFBB Pro League is going to jump over to a tested league that Arnold has. And again, I'm not saying that Arnold's going to do this, but look, he has the money, he has the name, he has the power. He could absolutely do that, but I I don't see it happening. So the people who are out there stressing out saying, oh my gosh, we're going to get tested. Uh, What are we going to do? I'm going to get nailed. Stop worrying. It's not going to happen. So with that being said, that's my opinion. That's my thought on the topic. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to happen. Everything's going to go on as if Arnold said nothing at all. So with that being said, I'm going to stop talking. I hope you guys at least got something out of this video. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Let me know your comments, whether it's on YouTube, down in the comment section, on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of those are at Wyke Fitness or over at WikeFitness.com. You can drop me something over there as well. Let me know your thoughts, your feedback. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What do you think of Arnold's comments? And I hope to catch you guys on the next episode.